just a while ago. Um, and to everyone, now that the Anchor app just clicked over, to everyone hearing this on the Anchor app for the very first time, welcome to Life from the Loft. This is episode 33, and uh, there are 32, well, I guess 33, because this will be on YouTube as well, uh, other episodes on YouTube under the heading Life from the Loft. So welcome to all the Anchor listeners, um, along with all the YouTube listeners. So man, I just am thankful that this uh, podcast is being able to spread and to grow in the way that it is. So um, our heading on this podcast today is that we can trust God. We can absolutely trust God no matter the storm. Please, please, if you take nothing from this podcast today, Take this fact that we can absolutely trust God through the storm. That doesn't mean there are going to be an absence of storms. That doesn't mean the storms are going to feel less intense. They're going to be less brutal. That doesn't mean any of that. That means that no matter the storm, no matter the problem, no matter the issue, no matter the challenge, that we can absolutely trust God. Does that mean we're going to completely understand God? No. Does that mean we're not going to be frustrated at times uh, with the process, with God, with life, with things that happen? No, that does not mean that. And that does not mean that God is saying, hey, you can't come to me and ask me uh, why or you can't seek uh, me and, and, and lay before me and cry and express your sorrow, express your grief, express your frustration. Sometimes I think we as Christians feel like, well, God's given us his word and he's given us faith and he's, you know, given us um, the ability to, to call on him. And we restrict those things to when we do, when we understand, or at least when we think we understand where God is coming from or what God is doing. And God is asking us to seek him in the midst of us feeling confused and lost and hopeless and down. Um, and that way we can stop seeking other things. I, I feel that as we look around the world, we see um, a lot of anxiety, right, that builds in in a lot of people each and every day. And that anxiety turns to different fears and uh, different depressions and different um, substance abuse issues, right? And God is saying, hey, uh, trust in me, right? Jesus said to the wind and the waves when the disciples woke him up in, a, in an anxious and fearful state, and he was like, said to the wind and the waves, peace be still, right? Be still, be still, trust in me. Um, it doesn't mean that it's going to be an easy way, an easy process or an easy thing to do. It just means that we can do it, that we don't have to stand and take every single blow and every single strike that life has. And we don't have to weather through these storms wondering if God cares because he does care. He cares for us. Again, in First Peter's God says, cast all your care upon me for I care for you. So I just really pray that we grab a hold of this today. So the first chapter and verse I actually want to look at. Uh, and then we're going to flip over because, like I said, these chapter and verses relate. And I hope and pray that as each of us, as each of us studies to gain more knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of the Bible, that we will look um, for multiple verses, right? Multiple scriptures that are covering um, the issues that we're dealing with, right? I, I really want to warn against the idea of a one-verse theology where we take one verse from the Bible and splatter it over everything. The Bible is an amazing, amazing, amazing book. Please take the time to get to know 
the chapter and verses intimately because they're fuel for the soul, for the mind, and for the body. Man, God is good, right? So, um, and, I, and, I, and I say all this um, with my family being in the midst of a storm, right? With um, I, um, my family being in the midst of, of losing a, a stalwart, a, um, a matriarch um, in, in our family, and that is... Um, our Aunt Rose, right? She is in the process of uh, transitioning from the physical life to the spiritual life. So it's not in the absence of heaviness, um, of mixed emotions that I express this. I want you guys to really understand that I, that I don't come from a place of insincerity or some idea that I've got this all figured out because I don't. I mean, even in my own household right now with the excitement of my oldest son, uh, Justice, you know, winning um, his his football team, winning the Keystone State Championship game, um, and then him being selected out of uh, 30,000 other youth players for to be a junior All-American and, and us having um, a, a championship game, um, an All-American game out in Texas that we're going to be driving to and uh, the day after Christmas, right, which is like two and a half weeks. Um, with all the excitement that that brings, that also brings some uh, insecurity and um, some apprehension, right? Can also be an anxiety situation because it's like, man, we got to drive to Texas. I've never driven that far, right? I'm going to have my whole family with me, um, not, let alone the financial costs, right? Let alone what um, what we're dealing with, again, with the passing of our Aunt Rose, right? Or, or at least her being in that process, um, which she she's still with us now, and we're not sure when that moment's gonna come, right? As, as none of us are for any of our lives. So I want to make very sure that anyone who hears this on Anchor, anyone who watches this on YouTube understands nothing, nothing that I bring from the word of God. There's not one word, there's not one principle or one thought that I say hollowly. It's with a full heart. It's with clear eyes that I bring this word to you so uh, that you may understand that I know that there's a God because of what God has done in my life, what I've experienced him do. So um, that's not to say that I haven't had times of, of, of doubt, of fear, of unbelief, of, of times where I've had to pray, God, help me with my unbelief, right? Um, and, and yet he always, always answers the bell. So I do. I truly thank God for this word. So in his word, in Psalms 95, we're going to look down in verse 6. And it says, oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. And I know, I know people who hear this are like, I'm sheep. I'm a sheep. Wait, I don't want to be a sheep, right? Yeah, yes. You, yes, yes, you actually do. Because when the Bible is talking about being a sheep, that is an animal that puts its utmost faith and trust in its shepherd. And in the times when it's scared, in the times when it could be wounded, where it might have fallen into a, a hunter's snare, or there might be wolves barreling down on it, that sheep knows that its shepherd is going to fight to the death to protect it. It's going to go to the nth degree to make sure that everything in that sheep's life is okay. And that's what God is saying. He said, hey, this is the beauty of John 3.16, that 
Jesus died on the cross, right? That God gave up his only begotten son, that we might have eternal life in him, through him, and by him, right? That we might have the blessings of peace, of security, or strength in him, that we might be um, lifted up, empowered by him. Again, the word of the Bible tells us those who rest in the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagle. They shall run and not be weary, right? They shall walk and never faint. Those who wait upon the Lord. So let us let us wait. Let us draw strength, which again brings me to Psalms 27, verse 1. And it says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? I always like to break that whom down to what, to when, to where, to, to, to you know, there's nothing. God is saying, who shall you fear? When I am your light and your salvation, the Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? There, the Bible also tells us that perfect love, right? Cast out fear. So our love, our love for God, that agape, all-encompassing, all-powerful love and faith that God has opened the door for us to have in him, it does. It casts out fear. It shows us that Greater is he, as it says in 1 John, greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. These are verses, chapters and verses that I will go back uh, to time and time again and have through this podcast to highlight what I have seen God do in my own life through uh, being my time in the U.S. Navy to you know being in combat while being in the Navy to um, the death of, of my first son to the loss of other family members to... Um, financial instability to job losses to markets going haywire to again this pandemic it's very it's very self to changing careers to college to that perfect love it just casts us out who shall i fear you know this the everyday stress of just of being a husband of being a parent of um I'm, uh, being a, a therapist right helping so many people uh being a pastor uh pouring yourself out um, it's draining. It's absolutely draining. And what gives me strength, what recharges my batteries each and every day is turning open the pages of this Bible, knowing that the Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength. It's by him that I make it. It's by him that we push on. It's by him that we are empowered. Right. Verse two says, when the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and they fell. Right. This isn't that we pray for others' destruction. This is just God reassuring us and letting us know, hey, we don't have to go toe-to-toe with people. If someone, there's going to be haters in life that just don't like you because they just don't like themselves, right? So don't waste your energy and your time dealing with the negativity and the things and the people that want to drag you down at their level and beat you with their experience and being ignorant and rude and and, and, and malcontent, right? Um, being those, uh, uh, as my mother-in-law calls them, miserables, right? Being those, um, you know, just very... Uh, just miserable, bitter people, right? God's saying, I got them. Pray for them, right? Pray for us. The Bible tells us, pray for those who despitefully use us, right? That we want to, as the word says, heap coals, right? Uh, uh, it says, you know, when you heap love and when you heap affection and when you heap um, peace upon those who are trying to rob you of peace, love, and affection, right? When you not turn to them in anger and aggression, but you turn to them in a spirit of forgiveness. It's like holes of fire because it gets uncomfortable for that person because they wonder like, 
Why do they treat me so nice when I treat them so wrong? And it's not that it's us, it's the power of God through us that allows us to do this, right? And yet our reward of that is peace, peace of mind, peace of heart, just peace. So thank you, Lord, for that. And then go down, it says, verse four, one thing I have desired of the Lord that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Amen, right? To inquire in his temple, to inquire in his temple. Why do we want to behold his beauty? Why do we want to inquire? Well, again, that leads me to uh, Isaiah 40, amen? And in Isaiah 40, it says that verse 26 Lift up your eyes on high and see who has created the, these things, who brings out their host by numbers, who calls them all by name. Be the greatness of his might and the strength of his power. Not one is missing. God is taking inventory and account for all of us, that not one is missing. And verse 29, and this is this is also a very key chapter and verse, so please, Isaiah 40, uh, 29, and it says, he gives power, he gives power. I want to emphasize this. God gives power to the weak and those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And that is Isaiah 40. I started at 26, and then I went to 29, and I read down to 31. Please, please take this scripture. Please study it. Please read it. Please know that it applies to each and every one of us equally, that no one has more might or more strength in God than the next one based on God picking who he loves more. God loves us all equally. The strength, the power is there for all of us equally. We just have to grab a hold of it and know it and trust God. So again, thank you for those who are listening on Anchor. Uh, Again, this is the first episode on Anchor. This is the 33rd episode here on YouTube, closing in on that uh, 52nd episode. You know, it's a once a week podcast. Well, you know, once a week when um, holidays and <laughs> things don't pop up. So, yeah, in general, once a week, right? You know, 52 weeks, 52 episodes. That's a year. So I'm, I'm very excited and, uh, to hit that year mark. Um, and again... Uh, I thank everyone who listens, everyone who tunes in, and please take this word applied to your life. So let's close out in prayer. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your strength and your power, Lord, and we just pray that we would take it and apply it to our lives, Father God. Again, the the for, for my family, for every family that rep- is represented by someone who hears this word, Father God, this day, we pray, Lord, that you would strengthen that you would keep, that you would bless each and every one of us in the name of Jesus. Lord, in particularly right now, I just pray for um, the, your peace, your peace, your peace to be upon my cousins, Heather and Michael and Michelle, Lord, as, as their mom, our Aunt Rose, um, is in that transition 
between the life here and eternal life in heaven, Lord. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would comfort them and keep them as only you were designed to do as our as our comforter, as your very meaning, very essence as our comforter, Lord. I just pray this, Lord Jesus, that Holy Spirit, that you would just be upon them and upon us, Father God, and that no weapons formed against us should prosper, nor should the gates of hell prevail against us, that there would be peace, cooperation, and understanding, that there would be peace, cooperation, understanding throughout our family, throughout every family, again, represented for those who hear and listen to this podcast and this app in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We praise you this day. Pray and ask all your holy and righteous name. Amen, amen, and amen. Have a blessed day. Greet someone in love. Love yourself. And uh, I'll see you back here next week for the next episode of Life from the Loft.